0: with LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful water jets installed in just one day. You're going to love it. Proudly made in America. Use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. All right, Hour 2, Sean Hannity Show, toll-free. It's 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program so this is an interesting development as, as it relates to zero experience hunter. Uh, this is the, this is the great problem that the FBI is now facing. And that's one of credibility and whether the FBI has been politicized and whether the DOJ has been weaponized. You know, Hillary Clinton, Jim Comey does the big press conference, top secret classified information all over, you know, the servers of, of Hillary Clinton. Uh, she deletes with bleach but 33,000 emails, destroys devices with hammers. If that was Donald Trump, re- remove SIM cards. Th- that would be uh, called obstruction of justice. But no prosecutor would ever prosecute. In the case of quid pro quos, you're not getting a billion taxpayer dollars unless you fire the prosecutor investigating my son who's being paid millions with no experience. Uh, if that was a, one of the Trump kids, forget it. The double standard couldn't be any more flagrant. What we have now found are internal company memos show that Hunter Biden and his effort uh, to score uh, American uh, deals, gas deals and drilling ventures for Beijing, China. Yeah, you know, the hostile regime of China anyway. Uh, and this gets interesting because President Biden is boasting proudly today that he's leading an incredible transition from fossil fuels. But three years earlier, before he won the presidency and became president, his family worked to score billions of dollars in deals, helping executives in communist China gain access to U.S. natural gas, oil and energy infrastructure, according to these memos. Now, we're going to talk to John Solomon in just a minute. Uh, He, of course, is the editor-in-chief and founder of JustTheNews.com. But before we get to John, uh, let me play Hunter Biden. I have not received one cent from non-business dealings.
1: The president has repeatedly said that you received $1.5 billion from China, despite no experience and for no apparent reason. Obviously, fact-checkers have said that that is not true. Look,
0: this is literally has no basis, in fact, in any way. I, have
1: you received any money from my no. business dealing? No. At all? Not no. one cent? Not one cent. Definitely not 1.5 billion.
0: It's crazy. They feel like they have the license to go out and say whatever they want. It feels to me like living in um, some kind of Alice in Wonderland, where... You're up on the real world and then you fall down the rabbit hole and, you know, the president's the Cheshire cat asking you questions about crazy things that that don't have any resemblance to the reality of of, uh, anything that has to do with me. And so (laughs) here's here's the answer. No one ever paid me one point five billion dollars. And if they had, um, I would not be doing this interview right now. (laughs) Oh, okay. John Solomon is with us. All right, how significant is this from your perspective, and what did you learn?
2: Yeah, listen, uh, let's just address that allegation first, because in these documents, you get to see some of the enrichment schemes that uh, Hunter Biden scored uh, in his father's name. In this particular thing, where what they're trying to do is get 21 deals lined up for China that would transfer America's gas and oil wealth, the very things that Joe Biden now rails against, right? Fossil fuels, transfer it to chinese control. Uh, these are things like liquid natural gas ports uh, in uh, export locations, uh, uh, drilling capabilities, pipeline capabilities, uh, leases and other things that would, they would transfer. In fact, they were even thinking of trying to buy a um, drilling company that was depressed at the time because Donald Trump had achieved such low gas prices in America. The drilling companies weren't making a lot of money. They, Hunter Biden thought, well, maybe China could score a really good deal on that. Before he starts working on these deals, here's what the Chinese do. Without any success, they send him $5 million into this Hudson West 3 company. He then gives himself a $500,000 one-time retainer, quote-unquote, and then a $100,000 a month salary from that $5 million. The president's brother, James Biden, gives himself $65,000. Now, remember, they haven't scored any deals yet. This is free cash. And on top of it, a Chinese executive, the the, uh, owner of the communist Chinese-owned A a company that wants to get these assets out of America gives Hunter Biden a 2.8 carat diamond. So when Hunter Biden sat on that interview and said, I didn't get anything, I didn't get anything out of this, uh, the records absolutely debunk him on that issue. Now, the issue of oil is just amazing. There's a hypocrisy issue and there's a security issue. The hypocrisy issue is Joe Biden says, hey, fossil fuel is bad for America, but it's okay for my son to go try to transfer it to China and give them our energy wealth our energy riches second thing is there are two whistleblowers that worked as you reported on your show the other night two whistleblowers who worked inside the hunter biden companies that are now cooperating with congress insiders for the first time in biden inc now cooperating with republicans in congress and then the third thing is for the first time in one of the companies that hunter biden operated we have some evidence that joe biden had an involvement how do we know that when he sent, set up this Hudson West 3 company, the company that was going to do all this China business, the company that got the $5 million unexplained payment from China, uh, he writes a letter to his assistant saying, please give mom and dad and my uncle, uh, that means President Joe Biden, First Lady Jill Biden, uh, first brother James Biden, keys to this office, to the uh, West Side. They're going to be my new office mates. First time we've ever brought president, into a specific company setting with under Biden. That document is up on the website now, compliments of Congressman James Coburn.
0: All right, so where do you think it goes from here? Now, it, we're just 46 days away from an election, and if yeah. Republicans get subpoena power in the House and Senate, we're going to have real investigations this time. Um, do you think we'll finally get to the bottom of it? Because the most fascinating thing to me is, The person that probably gets most implicated as a liar, number one, and being involved in it, number two, is Joe Biden. Because Joe Biden is implicated all over that laptop from hell by his own son. And, you know, first he said, I'd never one time spoken to my son about his foreign business dealings. He said it over and over again. We have pictures that contradict that statement, those statements. Uh, We also have evidence of all these meetings with as many as, what, 14, now maybe 17 foreign business partners of Hunter Biden? So it was all a lie.
2: It was. Yeah, listen, the documentary proof has been coming out episodically. But the the things that Joe Biden looked into the camera when he asked Americans to elect him president in the fall of 2020 are being debunked day by day. Here's the big headline. And when I watched James Comer on your television show, a couple of things really tickled my ear and I followed up on them to see. James Comer has written a letter to the Treasury Department. In that letter, he reveals a little bit more about the whistleblowers he mentioned on your show. Here's what he says they uh, have told him. He says that they the whistleblowers two of them, by the way, have told the Congress under penalty of lying to Congress that Joe Biden was a secret partner in this Chinese uh, operation, this transferring of oil and gas leases and and capabilities to China. That is the first time we've heard that from anyone. If those whistleblowers come forward and and disclose that there are issues of taxes, right? There are issues of his financial disclosure forms. Uh, The Republicans, I think, are on the cusp of putting into the uh, public record very significant evidence of potential wrongdoing Again, the president deserves a benefit of doubt. He should give us his side of the story. But the side of the story he gave us in 2020 no longer holds up in light of the documentary evidence that's now in the public realm.
0: And the point is, is now we have the issue is why hasn't the FBI done anything about this, John? You know, uh, I've laid out so many inconsistencies in a dual system of justice. And uh, if we don't have equal justice and application of our laws, we don't have a constitution and we don't have a country. And for example, President Trump was impeached over a phone call with President Zelensky when really the quid pro quo was the president saying, Now we're going to give you this money, but you're not going to abuse it like your predecessors, are you? That sounds to me like a responsible president looking out for hard earned taxpayer dollars. That doesn't sound like a quid pro quo to me. But Joe on tape bragging that he gave, that he withheld a billion taxpayer dollars. To get a prosecutor in Ukraine fired that you've interviewed, Mr. Shokin, because he was investigating Hunter, who was being paid millions by this energy company, Burisma, and he had no experience in energy, oil, gas, or Ukraine. So that's the real quid pro quo. Then you've got the whole issue of, you know, Hillary Clinton, top secret, classified information. Then you got deleted emails 33,000 of them. Then we learn about something called bleach pit. Nobody knew about bleach pit before Hillary Clinton. Then we hear about devices that are smashed with hammers and SIM cards removed. But no prosecutor would prosecute. But then they're making a big deal over these documents down at Mar-a-Lago, and Mar-a-Lago gets raided. I think at some point the American people see this for what it is, a dual justice system.
2: Listen, it took the FBI less than four months when investigating Donald Trump to go from negotiation to grand jury subpoena to raid of his home. An extraordinary... Escalation against a former president. In four years the, the, since the FBI began its investigation of Hunter Biden, not a single criminal charge has been brought, even though in the public realm, the very things that the Ukrainian prosecutors told me in 2019, Hunter Biden didn't pay his taxes on his Ukrainian money. That's what they alleged. That's what I got smeared for reporting. I was a conspiracy theorist. You know what? Now there are emails in the public domain where Hunter Biden acknowledged he hadn't paid his Burisma Taxes on his barisma money. That's been in the public domain for three years. The FBI hasn't brought anything. That's why people see a dual justice system. They can move really quickly on Donald Trump, and they're glacially moving on Hunter Biden when the evidence against Hunter Biden is clear. Tax evasion is clear. He admits he just belatedly paid up old taxes, like $2 million worth. Why does it take four years for Hunter Biden and only four months for uh, Donald Trump?
0: so that that's such a great point quick break more with investigative reporter editor-in-chief of justthenews.com, john solomon listen i want to remind you about our friends at hillsdale college you know in the old days you know americans would argue about wh- what policies we need to improve to improve this great country we love how often today are we finding ourselves arguing about whether our country is great or not whether we should love america be ashamed of america now, the reason, frankly, is simple. Too many years have gone by. Too many of our schools have been neglecting to teach young people about America's great heritage of liberty and freedom, writing wrongs, writing injustices. And instead, uh, they're hit with and taught an honest narrative, one-sided narrative of America as fundamentally unjust and worse. It's unbelievable. Anyway, Hillsdale College is now weighing in for America. They're offering you free, that's right, free online courses such as The Great American Story, A Land of Hope, and The Constitution 101, The Meaning and the History of the Constitution. And we recently had Constitution Day, and I encourage all of you to enroll in, in one of these wonderful free courses at Hillsdale. Don't forget to sign up for Imprimus, their monthly speech uh, digest every month it's terrific that's free as well just go to their website it's sean4hillsdale.com s-e-a-n-4-f-o-r hillsdale one word sean for hillsdalecom and it's free for you today all right more with john solomon who joins us justthenews.com a lot of this is going to come out now because i believe republicans will have subpoena power at least in the house senate is a little tougher but i think we have a, a shot at getting the senate but every state we'd have to win is a bellwether state, a difficult state to win. Let me ask you about something that justthenews.com printed, and it's a flashback. How federal a federal judge, of all people, by the way, judge, uh, U.S. District Court Judge Amy uh, Berman Jackson, we've heard her name a lot, the Roger yeah. Stone case, the Paul Manafort case, anyway, that she made a ruling, which is interesting, and... Uh, and she had ruled as it relates to bill clinton that presidents have the final word on how their records are scored i'm sorry stored and so uh, this this has implications in terms of the the trump case
2: does it not it does listen the ruling is that a president is the uh, the sole arbiter the sole arbiter sole decider of what documents within his presidency are personal versus which documents are presidential records that is something that has not factored into the equation as the Justice Department has escalated its investigation of President Trump. But that is the current law, the current court precedent sitting here in the District of Columbia where this case is based. Uh, it, it, the judge said it, the president's power to decide what's personal or government records is so absolute that not even the courts could be involved. This is a case of Judicial Watch and Tom Fitton brought. They were trying to get Bill Clinton to give up some audio tapes from his presidency President Clinton declared them personal. The court sided with the president and made that broad, sweeping declaration that the president. Let me,
0: let me read it All to right. my audience yeah. here because this was a great catch by you guys on JustTheNews.com. The case in question is titled Judicial Watch versus National Archives and Records Administration, and it involved an effort by by the conservative watchdog group Judicial Watch to compel the archives to seize hours of these audio recordings. U.S. District Judge Amy Berman Jackson in D.C. ultimately rejected judicial watches suit by concluding there was no provision in the Presidential Records Act to force the National Archives to seize records from a former president. But her ruling also, along with the Justice Department's arguments that preceded it, made some other sweeping declarations that have even more direct relevance to the raid at Mar-a-Lago. The most relevant is that that a president's discretion on what are personal versus official is far-reaching and solely his as is his ability to declassify or destroy records at will. So people have been attacking the president about comments he made to me this week. This seems to back it all up.
2: Well, certainly on the presidential records distinction, that is the current court precedent here in Washington, D.C., and it's consistent with some earlier rulings going back to the 80s during the reagan years on the issue of uh, classified information most of the legal experts i say no matter how sloppy this becomes no matter whether there was record keeping that showed the president didn't the constitutional experts say for the most part the president's authority to uh declassify information in the way and manner and time he chooses as long as he's still in office is absolute it's a power rooted in the article one of the constitution and so I think the, um, we've heard a lot of the, the counterside. We've heard the mainstream media, the Justice Department banging its chest. What we haven't heard yet, but I suspect we'll hear from the president's lawyers soon as they get their arguments together, is you can't prosecute a president for exercising a power that the Constitution gave him. And I think that's going to become well, the answer. And then it's going to come down to how did he do it? It doesn't matter. He had the power to do it. And I think that's what we're going to find play out in the courts.
0: All right, John Solomon, great work as always. JustTheNews.com. We appreciate you being with us. Thank you, John. 800 941 Sean is our number if you want to be a part of the uh, program.
4: Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: All right, 25 now to the top of the hour, 800-941-SHAWN, our number, Stephen A. Smith, our sports friend from ESPN, is going to join us. He has an announcement he's going to make. Looking forward to that. Uh, our buddy Joe Paggs, who will join us in a moment, is uh, going to talk about Bear County. He knows the sheriff there, uh, Mr. Salazar, who opened up a criminal investigation this week into the migrant flights to Martha's Vineyard and said that the solution to the ongoing uh, illegal immigration crisis is to open up more legal pathways for people to come to the United States. I'm not against legal immigration, but I'm not sure what he means by more pathways. America's got to determine how many people we think we can absorb as a population without impacting negatively employment, etc., for people that are here. But uh legal immigration, I'd support. Anyway, Pags will weigh in on that. First, he, uh, he's the king of parody songs. He has a new one out about Martha's Vineyard. Listen.
3: When you break the law and come across our southern line, Ron DeSantis There to show you a good time He gave gift cards Hotel stays and Some food and free airfare To the island Many say is so so sublime It's too bad can't stay, they want you out of the way, cause they're liars, oh yes they are, it was just spin. wait till spring, summer, or fall, they don't want you there at all, was called, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They're hypocrites. You know the thing I love about Joe Pags—he he gets up at like three in the morning and he has these ideas and he races down, writes out the lyrics and then cuts the uh, parody song and does it in like mere minutes and then says, "Oh, I got to get back to bed. I got to go to work in the morning." Uh, how are you, my friend, Joe Pags? What's going on? <laughs>
5: How did you know that that's exactly what happens? I did that at about 4 o'clock in the morning.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you. I mean, you're as psycho as I am. I mean, one of the few. Exactly I right. must be like a talk show host thing because talk show hosts don't have normal hours like, normal, like regular people. We just don't. We're just lunatics. And we live, you know, all those people that say, Hannity, you work four hours a day. I'm like, right. yeah. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> what do you mean I work four hours a day? I don't stop working. My, you know, Every I, my, when my.
5: Moment is, we're observing, we're listening, we're trying to find out. And I know that you're as neurotic as I am. Was that show as good as it could have been? And can I do a better show tomorrow? That's really what the life is.
0: And the re- uh, for me, I never I've always felt I was doing my last show, that somebody would figure it out and fire me. Yes, I've always exactly believed right. that my whole career. So, you know, even to this day and who knows what will happen after this show. Um, <laughs> let me ask you about this guy, this Sheriff Sar- uh, Salazar in Bear County opening a criminal investigation. now. And this is why I want to ask the question, because for a year and a half, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe Paggs. But we have been witnessing this year alone, we have set a, a country record. It's never happened in the history of this country where more than two million people have crossed this border illegally into this country, facilitated, aided and embedded by a president that is lawless not enforcing the laws of the land and not only is he not enforcing the laws he's aiding and abetting in the process he's also giving preferential treatment to illegal immigrants they get let's see they get no covid tests no vaccine mandate uh they get biden phones and then free transportation in the dark at night to whatever state joe biden's gonna drop them off in i'd use the word dump because he really is dumping them you know he doesn't land at High-profile airports like Kennedy, LaGuardia in New York or Newark in New Jersey. It's Westchester County or MacArthur in Long Island, New York, where nobody's going to see a plane landing at 2 or 3 in the morning. And he's gotten away with it. So then Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott start sending busloads or plane loads of people to Washington D.C., New York City, uh, Chicago, all sanctuary areas, and then Martha's Vineyard. and And all of a sudden now they want to talk about people being kidnapped, uh, people being uh, little uh, people involved in victims of human trafficking. Meanwhile, Joe Biden has been the leader of the entire effort, and he's done it now his entire presidency. Explain that one to me.
5: It's like he's the king of the cartel because he is absolutely enabling them to make billions of dollars. I'm going to tell you, I mean, kidnapping, I, I know what kidnapping is, but if you're from Venezuela where you're eating your own dog for food, where people are being killed in the streets for disagreeing with Maduro, if somebody offered me a gift card with some money on it, some free food, a free hotel stay, and hey, we'll fly you charter jet to Martha's Vineyard. I'm in. I don't think that's kidnapping. I mean, I, I could, I could be missing something. But you've got a situation where you're right they're they're stuck. They're 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 stacking these people at San Antonio International, not LaGuardia, not JFK, not LAX. They're putting them in a corner at San Antonio, flying them anywhere they want to go, giving them a free card, uh, a, a with money on it. They're giving them a free phone, a smartphone that you and I have to pay for. And then they go anywhere they want. They never come back to be adjudicated. So what DeSantis has been doing and what Abbott's been doing, and Ducey to a smaller extent in Arizona, is saying, okay, you guys are all sanctuary cities. You love all the illegal immigration we can get. Let me send a few thousand to you, Eric Adams, who freaked out in New York. Let me send a few to you, um, Bowser in, in Washington, who wants the National Guard. <laughs> Sean, she wants federal funding in the National Guard. And we'll send 50, 48 or 50, to Martha's Vineyard. Where our friend Laura Logan looked in the one ads, they have 50 jobs available right now in the one ads. All of those people could have gone to work there. All their kids could have gone to school there, but they didn't want them there. That's why we call it the hypocrisy. But I don't even think it's Biden, Sean. I think it's somebody pulling his strings that are setting this up. And what it's doing is it's pushing those who are American citizens happen to be Latino. Those who are here legally happen to be Hispanic. They're pushing them all to our side. They're saying, listen, we we came here legally. We came here the right way. We don't want to give people people a chance to get in the front of the line and get free stuff. They'll never love the country like we do. And I'm here in South Texas. My my flagship is W.O.A.I. in San Antonio. So at the end of the day, I know that Hispanic Americans do not want this. And that's why Biden and the Democrats are doing so badly in covering this.
0: You know, I want to ask you about this because I keep reading article after article. And I read poll after poll. It shows that Hispanic Americans are dramatically, demographically, shifting to Republicans in numbers that I don't think anybody anticipated. Why do you think that is?
5: Because I think that Hispanics and Latinos and and whatever we're we're giving the name to the ethnicity is are, generally speaking, like you and me. They're conservative people. They're nuclear family people. They're anti-abortion. They are Christian in general. Many of them, most of them, are Catholic. And I think for years and years they were sold a bill of goods. By those who came to their to their neighborhoods, the Democrat. Listen, Sean. You and I can admit this. The Democrats, for for ages, have outworked the Republicans when going to the black community, when going to the Hispanic community, and now Republicans finally woke up. And now we've got people like Mata Flores and uh, and 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 Cassie Garcia and Anna uh, Paulina Luna. These people are now the new face of Hispanics in this country, and they have no problem going in those communities saying, "Hey." You really do understand that we're conservative, right? You understand that we're against all of these weird things the left is doing, don't you? And it doesn't matter what grandma and grandpa used to vote for, because back then it was a blue dog Democrat that looked kind of like a Republican. Today, it's a radical Democrat or somebody who's conservative like your family. I think that's why it's happening.
0: Well, it's pretty, these are just pretty crazy times that we're living in. The sad part is, you know, we've done these jobs now for many decades between the two of us, and I'm looking out at the horizon, and I'm reading the numbers every day, and I see what people are going through, and I see the price of everything. And not only are we in a recession, this 41-year high of inflation, you see this chaos at the border. I, I don't think Democrats have a single thing that they can run on Except that, oh, we'll run on January 6th, but we'll ignore the summer rioting of 2020 that we ignored it at the time or lied about and said we're mostly peaceful. Um, they'll, they'll talk about that. They'll try and demagogue abortion polls today out showing people are not buying their demagoguery on the issue. Gavin Newsom is hurting the cause of people that say they're pro choice by sending out these, these billboards in states, uh, now quoting scripture, which is really dumb on his part. I think that's going to backfire, and and they see that Joe is not up to the job, and the Democrats have done a horrible job on every issue, and they see the price of what they pay in the store and what they pay at the gas pump.
5: Well, Sean, they're so desperate that they really thought vilifying 75 million of us would make sense. They thought calling anybody who believed in Make America Great Again or who voted for Trump in 16 or 20 is the bad guy. They said, let's make them the bad guy. That's going to win the election. You've got moderates who even lean left a little bit who said, hey, I don't want you vilifying my neighbor. I'm probably going to take a look at the conservative now. I don't know what they run on other than Trump is a bad guy. And guess what? Trump isn't on the ballot. And you and I both know that I don't think he's a bad guy. I've interviewed him 11 times. By the way, masterful interview the last couple of nights on Fox. Between, between those of us who are using our brains and those who aren't, we know that all they have is that side's bad. That's why you've you got to keep us. But as you said, if bacon is up 300%, and I can't pay to put gasoline in my car or the insurance premiums are killing my family. I don't care how bad you think my neighbor is. I want somebody else in charge because you screwed it up.
0: Yeah. Quick break more with Joe Pags on the other side. And then we have Stephen A. Smith coming up in your calls straight ahead. Uh, maybe it's cooler weather or the temptation to cozy up, but there's something about fall. Maybe you want your house to feel more like home. Now, my fall project, I want to get more new Custom window treatments. I have some from before, but I want to get more of them from Blinds.com. Now, a fall home refresh does not need to be a hassle. Ordering online doesn't mean you sacrifice style of service. Remember, no store can beat their prices at Blinds.com. They have a premium selection of blind shade shutters and drapes, and they even have my favorite, motorized shades. It makes your life so much easier. Now, if you need help making the right decision and selection, you get access to their design professionals, their experts. They're always always available for live consultations. If you need help measuring or installing, they cover that as well. With Blinds.com, there's never any hidden fee, no misleading quote. You're not paying for showrooms and retail markups. That's why no store can beat them in their pricing, and their shipping is always free. They are the number one online retailer of custom window treatments. And right now, on top of their everyday low price, you'll save up to 40% off site-wide up to 40% off everything at blinds.com Tell them your friend Sean Hannity sent you. All right more with our friend Joe Peggs let me let me ask you this. We're 46 days out of an election. Are you like me and as much as I don't trust polls, I don't trust pollsters for the most part. I, I There are certain people I trust a lot more than others. Insider Advantage, Matt Towery, Robert Cahaley, Trafalgar, John McLaughlin. I, there are people that I trust. There are other people that I don't trust. I think there are people that manipulate polls. And I think people want to depress turnout sometimes, you know, make people think there's no hope when in fact there is. Right. Um, I think we've got to we got to vote this year with the mindset that every race is winnable and just just hope for the best on that part. Yes. If you if you let anybody from the outside influence you, you're not going to put the time and effort in that's necessary to, to get you know the right people in office so we can turn the country back around.
5: Well, we're seeing it already. By the way, I like Rasmussen, too. Um, we're seeing it immediately. We're seeing news stories, alleged news stories from the fake news media that are saying it's not going to be that red wave they thought. It looks like the Democrats are really building back in a, in a generic poll. The Democrats actually hold the House and they're lying, Sean. They're lying, but they're trying to motivate the base. When, when Biden attacked you and me and everybody who, who believes in conservative values in that disgusting speech, they thought that that would energize the left. It actually energized the right. So what will we'll energize the left and maybe get the right to sit on their hands? by saying it's unwinnable, like you said, by saying the polls show that Democrats probably will at least hold the Senate. And, and you're 100% absolutely correct when you say don't trust the polls. Trust your neighbor. Trust your community. Trust what you're facing. Trust what you're hearing from other parents of kids in school. I mean, education is going to be huge in this election. It's going to be absolutely huge. And you know what that did for Yunkin in Virginia against Terry McAuliffe? Because McAuliffe said, we're going to control the education and you have no say, I think that's why Youngkin wins. So let's make that an issue because it still is. It's not fixed. We're exposing the educational system as indoctrinating as it is every single day. The economy, the economy, the economy, it's the economy, stupid, is absolutely right. And people are hurting right now. Yeah, abortion is an issue that we can probably argue and discuss with anybody in the community. But at the end of the day, that's not top of mind. What's top of mind is, why couldn't I go on a vacation this year? What's top of mind is, why can't I afford my my, my car payment? And Pete Buttigieg is telling me to buy a $67,000 car. I mean, they are completely detached from reality in Washington. So I would urge, like you just did, people to not pay that much attention to the polls. Pay attention to how your life is now compared to two years ago.
0: And that's what I keep saying. Are you better off than you were less than two years ago? Yes. I I've, I've, I've never witnessed in my lifetime doing this as long as I've been doing it. Things go so bad so quickly. And and this is the warning that I tried to give the country why I, what I wrote in Live Free or Die. I hadn't written a book in 10 years. Socialism and its history of failure. This new green deal radical socialism, you know, Pay off student loan debt, guaranteed government job, guaranteed government wage, guaranteed government, you know, pre-K, guaranteed government college, guaranteed government health care, guaranteed government retirement. It sounds great, but it always ends the same way. The promises are unfulfilled. Uh, you end up with a country poorer than ever before. And it's a matter of how much freedom you lose in the process before you try to get back on track. And that's where I think we are now. I think Americans have woken up to the fact that. These policies are a failure. I think most Americans want energy independence. They don't want to pay $5 for a gallon of gasoline. And guess what? Gas prices are going back up again because Joe's stopping releasing the release of the strategic petroleum uh, reserves. Last 30 seconds.
5: I think largely because of what you say on your show every day and what I try to say on my show every day, people realize that if you rely on government for food, clothing, housing, transportation, energy, then the government controls every aspect of your life you've got i think people have, have awakened to that and that's why not only is it going to be a red wave but we've got to make sure we go and vote it's going to be one that's really going to send a message to washington and those who want us to be venezuela we're not going to let you control us we believe in freedom
0: and liberty sean all right joe pags always great to have you my friend god I bless you Eight hundred nine four one sean our number stephen a smith at the top of the hour we'll continue